Hi and welcome to another episode of Roy's Rocket Radio, recorded on Saturday the 12th of March 2016. This is episode 126 and the time at the beginning of the show is 14 minutes past 9 in the evening. Now it has been more than a week since episode 125 and I apologise for that. I have been busy, as you will hear when I talk about my writing. And aside from that, no real news. So straight on with some shout-outs to people who retweeted tweets about this show today. So that's a shout and a big thanks to Andy Futter, to Cheryl T, and Rosalita Moog, What an interesting surname. Well done. To Pixelated Planet. And to friends of the show who I've bumped into over the last week, quite unexpectedly, Tom Walton and Phil Chippendale. Hi, everyone. Okay. And straight on with the writing. I'm up to chapter 33 which is the first chapter of the third act. And all that work happened between this and the last podcast. I'm writing fairly long chapters now, but they are broke up into lots of scenes, denoted by a sentence hash, which is what you do in a manuscript, apparently. And there is plenty of dialogue and definitely more descriptions of things as our heroes go on this perilous journey. There is also a lot of comedy. Of course, I find the things that I write funny, but I'll just have to see how my alpha readers find my sense of humour. Because what I might find funny, others may not think so hilarious. There is a definite Goonies, Indiana Jones, James Bond, and even the Descent-type vibe. So it's funny, creepy, action-packed, all those good things. And I'm really enjoying writing this. It has got to the stage now when I'll be sitting in front of my laptop typing away in my very public writing spot and I'll find myself laughing to myself like a maniac. I'm not sure what other people around me think is going on but from the looks I'm getting I'm not so sure that they think that they're in the midst of some great scribe or poet or James Joyce type. I think they just think they're sitting next to a crazy person. (laughs) As I said, I am really enjoying this. There are only seven chapters to go now. The biggest difficulty I'm having now is working out what to leave out. 
because there are so many good scenes, so many good vignettes, so many little moments of humour, but it's almost excruciating when you think, oh, should I leave that in or out? What can I do with it? But as I've said in previous podcasts, if what I've written is some kind of golden prose, I'll not use it there, I'll keep it in my snippets file and use it in some other piece of fiction that I write. So nothing really goes to waste. It's kind of literary recycling going on. Oh, by the way, before I go on to the main part of this show, the bit you've been waiting for, the Doctor Who part of this show, just an addendum to something I was talking about last week, where I was talking about podcasting gear, podcasting technique, that kind of thing. I noticed tonight, as I am speaking, I'm doing something that you really shouldn't do. So I thought I'd just mention that as both a lesson to myself and for everyone out there. When you've ideally placed your mic and you've placed yourself in front of your mic, don't jiggle around. Don't move your chair, don't move your hands, don't move your feet, don't move your head. This is just one of the things I constantly get wrong but I thought I'd share it here today so that you don't make the same mistake. Okay, and on with Doctor Who. And this week, we're talking about the episode entitled The Wheel in Space. This was first broadcast from Saturday the 27th of April 1968 to the 1st of June 1968. It was a six-part adventure, and the final adventure of season five. The writer was David Whittaker, but it says online that the script was developed from a story by Kit Peddler. And we've talked about him before. He is the guy who originated the idea of the Cyberman, And he is a fascinating character. We could almost do an entire podcast just about him. I know that somewhere out there, someone's written a book about this person. But I haven't really had time to get into it or even find the book. But maybe we'll do something on him in a later episode. But enough of that for now. Let's talk about what actually happens in... The adventure. The TARDIS runs out of mercury. Yep, it's happened again. This has happened once before with that fluid link thing. And considering that mercury, which is the fuel that this piece of technology works on, is such a common element, I really can't understand why the Doctor doesn't just have some to spare. Anyway, apart from that moan, we find the Doctor and Jamie on board a deserted space ship of some kind. There is a fight with an onboard robot, 
And then first Jamie and later the Doctor are captured by the crew of a nearby space station, the so-called Wheel in Space. As they get to know the crew, another ship nearby is disgorging Cybermen and Cybermats, and they begin to take over the station's crew. During this time, there's a lot of dialogue between Jamie, the Doctor, and the crew. We get an idea of the social dynamics on board this space station. As far as I can see, the humans are pretty flawed and not that nice on this station. But more on that later. But what I can mention just here is that they also meet Zoe, Zoe Harriet, who seems to be the equivalent of this space station Spock. She is like a walking scientific encyclopedia. Quite logical and very knowledgeable about science, but also quite innocent and a bit naive. I like her, though. Anyway, as I said, the Cybermen and Cybermats are slowly taking over the station. There are numerous skirmishes between the crew and the Cybermen, and eventually, with the help, of course, of the Doctor, the Cybermen are defeated. The Doctor and Jamie return to the TARDIS that is still aboard that abandoned carrier. They now have some mercury, which the Doctor pours into the TARDIS control panel via a little funnel. (laughs) Very high-tech. It's like he's pouring, I don't know, oil into an engine. And they also find out that the hyper-logical Zoe Harriet has stowed away inside a wooden box. She says that she wants to go with the Doctor, but Jamie isn't so keen for her to join them. I'm guessing it's more of his... I don't know, what century was he from? 18th century? Something like that. Chivalry and not wanting to expose her to danger, but the Doctor isn't so fast to dismiss her and puts on this kind of memory device, like a little tiara thing on his head. And he uses that to suck his memories out of his brain and onto a view screen so that he can show Zoe some of the dangers she might face. And the first thing that he shows her is probably the most terrifying thing he can find, which is someone being exterminated by a Dalek. And as the episode ends, we're left with Joe's wide-eyed stare into the camera. And that's it. Let's go on to my opinion of this adventure. First, something really, really annoying, and I'm sure you're going to find trivial, but I didn't find trivial. The Sherbet Lemon. First, I've got to tell you, I have never, ever seen this episode before. When I finished watching it today, that was the very first time I had seen it. And guess what I found out? My trademark! 
Sherbet lemon is given to Jamie by the doctor to assuage his thirst. How unbelievably irritating. I mean seriously, the doctor stealing my thunder. Stealing the thunder of the captain. Ah, oh, totally my thing, and he's taken it from me. And to add insult to injury, the man doesn't call it a sherbet lemon. Oh no, he calls it a lemon sherbet. Doesn't even get that right. Now, I think the instinct for violence is primitive and brutish, but I did want to have some harsh words with the doctor for messing with my branding. Okay. Other things, more serious things that I found watching this episode. This adventure is incredibly degraded. It is one of those partially reconstructed adventures. Most of the video is lost. And I really found the early parts of the adventure very, very hard to follow, which is a terrible pity, really, because the sets, the effects, everything had this cool Space 1999 vibe. The other thing that I noticed is the characters on the space station are surprisingly sexist and racist and flawed in general. And I'm not really impressed by this bunch of future humans. The next thing which I noticed and really surprised me was I spotted an early performance from Kevork Malikian. This is the guy who years and years ago played a character called Maximilian Papandreas in a comedy sitcom called Mind Your Language. I don't know if any of you remember that. You might know him better as Kazim in The Last Crusade, that Indiana Jones film where he played one of the Brotherhood of the Cruciform Cross. In fact, the only member of the Brotherhood who has any dialogue with Harrison Ford. i put a link to his IMDB page in the show notes, if you want to follow him up. I was going to tweet this episode to him, but... All I could find on Twitter was his name. He hasn't actually used his account. If that is him, of course. The other thing I can tell you about this story is that we have a very similar setup dramatically to the story last week, albeit in space rather than the sea, with an unstable managerial type bloke screwing things up from the top. I found that very, very similar in both adventures. Another first for Doctor Who in this adventure, because if you remember to last week, we have the introduction of the Sonic Screwdriver. Well, this week, 
the Doctor calls himself John Smith for the first time. And this happens when Jamie is being questioned by the Doctor on board the space station. And when he is asked his friend's name, because he doesn't actually know the Doctor's real name, he reads the nearest name he can find, which is John Smith and Associates, which is stamped on the back of some lab equipment in the Doctor's surgery. So there you are. Sonic Screwdriver last week, John Smith this week. (laughs) And of course... Now we have a new companion, which is great. I like the new Spock-like Zoe. So, hi Zoe. And this is the last adventure of the season. So, when we get to the next podcast, we'll be talking about season six. And for the life of me, I can't remember the first adventure. I think it's called The Dominators, but I'm not quite sure. Yes, it is, amazingly, called The Dominators. There you are. So that will be the subject of our next podcast. I've also started doing something not so much different, because I have done this before, but now I'm making a point of watching the episodes on my phone, because it doesn't take up any time. If I'm sitting around just waiting to meet someone. I can watch an episode or half an episode or 10 minutes of an episode or probably one minute of an episode. If I'm standing in a supermarket queue, I can watch probably an entire adventure. But that's how I'll be catching up on Doctor Who for the time being. Okay, and that is it for this episode. Wow, this went really quickly. Okay, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, and I strongly suggest that you do, surprise, surprise, or you want to contact me and for all other social media links, go to RoyMartha.com. That's R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R.com. The quickest way to communicate with me is on Twitter, although you're quite welcome to email me. My Twitter handle is at RoyMartha, R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R. If you are listening to this podcast, do me a favour and leave a review in iTunes. This is really important. And five stars, please. No, only joking, as long as it's five stars, or else I'll destroy the entire universe. Oh, you know what? I won't do that, but don't expect a sherbet lemon. This was Roy's Rocket Radio, episode 126, recorded on Saturday the 12th of March 2016. The time at the end of the show is... Five minutes to ten in the evening. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Bye.